Welcome to OK Sis Podcast. Hi, sisters. I'm Maddie. And I'm Scout. And we are sisters IRL. I'm the older one. Yes, Scout. We know. Here at OK Sis, we believe women are multifaceted. Which is why you can expect sisterly banter on a wide range of topics, such as pop culture, our entrepreneurial journeys, and mental health routines. We promise it'll be informative. And silly. As long as you don't get too loud, Mads. Welcome to the sisterhood. Hello. Welcome back to the podcast that you are listening to through your AirBuds, Air, Air, AirPods, Pods, AirBud phones. This is OK Sis Podcast. My name is Madela Rose Mayo. I feel like a puffer fish. OK, well, hello. I am Scout Sophia Sobel. And to be honest, oi, my face is puffy, too. To be honest, oi. <laughs> <laughs> My face is quite puffy as well. My eyes are not waking up these days. No, no, no. I feel like my eyes are like glued shut. Like they're like. Yeah. It feels like little puffer fish live below them. You know what I mean? And they Mm -hmm. they throw tantrums in the morning. But I keep forgetting to put my fucking ice roller back in the freezer after I use it. And so every morning I am. Rookie <sighs> mistake. Yeah, rookie mistake that I make every motherfucking day. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I have some updates for you. First of all, I just wanted to give the sisters, as well as my IRL sister Scout, an update on the birth control situation. Oh yes, I actually have news for you too on that front to be supportive. So let me hear the news. Oh, okay, great. Well, I need support in any way I can I can get it. So I have been peeing on the sticks. The ovulation tests, it has not shown that I have ovulated at all for the past three months. It's been zero ovulation. So I was like, is it just because I need a couple months? Also, sisters, for some context, I got my IUD removed. If you're interested in learning more about that, you should listen to our episode with Elisa VD. It was just, I mean, completely transformative. I transformed my life. It's one of our most popular episodes too, by the way. BT dubs. So I was peeing on the sticks. The ovulation wasn't showing up or I was just doing it wrong. I'm not sure. But I asked my doctors and they said that I should get a thermometer that takes your basal, 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 art basal, art basal, your art basal temperature, (laughs) which I, you know, I'm, I'm much more interested in that alternative because peeing on the stick is really annoying. And also you have to do it before you drink water in the morning. So it's really, and I don't like to look at my phone and I had to like log it. It was like a whole thing. So this takes your basal temperature, right? When you wake up, you just take it and then it detects it on the app and tells you like literally in big letters, yes, no, that is what I wanted. I don't want the fuck it. Like I want a yes and I want to no. Did you get a yes? No, no. So I just ordered it. So I'll keep you guys updated, but I'm just telling everyone that I've transferred the methods because I'm I'm a I'm a little weary of the peeing on the stick. So this I think is a lot more accurate. Also, my friend told me that when she went off birth control, it took her I think 4 months before her ovulation was detectable or whatever because your body like some people I got ovulation month 2 after like my second bleed, but my friend was like it took me months and months until I could even see that I was ovulating on the sticks. So also mm. keep in mind that your body could still be balancing itself out. Yeah, but they had told me in the app, I should hold on, let me get the name of this um hold on. Our basal app? The art basal app. It's called Natural Cycles. Okay. We're we're gonna get a cease and desist letter from Art Basil. <laughs> art Basil. So you plug in like, are you looking to get pregnant? Are you just looking at what you know, you you program it. So I said like using this as a form of birth control, basically. So they tell me do not have sex on these days. You know what I mean? So it's like yes. cause I think a lot of people use these apps probably to get pregnant so it's a little confusing sometimes because they'll be like you're ovulating go have sex and it's like no 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 I'm the opposite you know so it's really nice because they all put in red red blocks they're like do not have sex it is not safe and yeah so I'm excited I'm excited it feels very tailored to me I feel like they see me they did say that after I got my IUD removed. I'm actually more susceptible, even though I'm not ovulating, I am more susceptible. So I think it just, I need to give it a little more time. Yeah. We're being patient. We're doing, we're, you know, being safe and patient, but 
It's a little annoying. Kudos to Ben June for wearing the condoms for this long. Snaps for Ben June. Everyone snaps for Ben June. Very patient man. Yes. I remember the first time I ovulated after going off my period, which we all now know was because I was trying to get pregnant, even though I never really said that. I only said that on the Elisa Vitti episode. And then two months later, I got pregnant or like a month later, I got pregnant after that episode aired. But um, have you updated her? Like sent her a little follow up email? No, I need to so badly. I really need to. It was on. It's been top of mind. I feel like she'd be so excited to hear that. I know she really would be. You're super correct. So we'll do that today. But I remember the first time I started ovulating was when I was scheduled to go up to L.A. for a day. And so I brought my like pee cups and my ovulation strips. And I was like, Mads, I need to go check my ovulation in your bathroom. And you were like, ew, that's fucking disgusting. Don't pee in a fucking cup in my bathroom. And I was like, good <laughs> Good Lord, like truly child, like you are so difficult sometimes. And then when you go through things, you're like, yeah, 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 it's normal. Yeah, yeah it's normal. Yeah, it's normal. Yeah, yeah that, that's, that sounds like me judging everyone else and, until it actually happens for me. Should we do current fixations before we like start chatting away? I have so many updates. I wrote them on my little list here. Oh, thank God. Thank God I've been starving without the updates. Okay, so my current fixation is the book Rich as Fuck by Amanda Francis. If you follow me on Instagram, I've been posting... I feel like you... I feel like this has been your current fixation I don't think I've talked about it on the podcast. I think I've mentioned that I've read it, but I don't believe it's been a current fixation. Or if it has, it was when I wasn't finished reading it and now I'm finished. So now I can report more fully. And just like drive it home. Nail it into the head. If you haven't ordered it. Drive it home. Order it. Mm -hmm. I'll put it in the link Mm -hmm. in our show notes because it's that fucking fantabulous. So you can just purchase it immediately. So Fantabulous? Yeah, it just came out of my mouth. I don't know. I'm I'm experimenting. So this book, Rich as Fuck, Make More Money Than You Know What to Do With, I think, is by Amanda Francis. She is like a money abundance mindset, business coach, all of the things. And it is, so I know that we had a couple finance women on the podcast a couple months ago for really, really like tactical things that kind of touched on mindset, et cetera. But this book really, really focuses in on the energetics of money and how money is a mirror of your belief system and your relationship with it. So it really helps you unearth those limiting beliefs about money. It really helps you live in an abundant state. It helps you knock down the lies that I think our financial system and our society institutionally has told us to believe about money. I mean, it's very aligned with my beliefs around abundance. So for me, as I was in it, it was almost just like this amplification, this this clarity, this, oh, fuck, yeah, that's the principle that I've been looking for. Or that's how I've been wanting to put it into work or this is where I get to go next. So it is extremely, I think, for someone who has lived in a more traditional sense of what money is, like has more traditional beliefs around money, this book, I can't tell if this book is going to be too foreign at first to understand or if it's just going to hit the nail in the head and crack you open. I think it's worth every single person should read this book. Every single woman should read this book. And if you find yourself doubting some of her principles in the beginning, just say to yourself, I am open to viewing a different way of money. It doesn't mean that you have to adopt that view of money, but every time you find yourself self-doubting her or self-doubting her principles, I would just stop and say, I'm reading this with an open mind. I'm open to hearing her experience and her belief system and get through the whole book because I really do believe every, like I within my heart believe that every single woman needs to read this book. And after reading this book, it became very clear to me that one of my, one of my purposes here on earth, one of my brand pillars, I think that I haven't stepped into fully is empowering women to have a different relationship with money, to make money, to have money, to love money, to spend money, to save money, to, to be in a really beautiful relationship with it. And I find myself time and time again being in conversations where maybe my relief beliefs are a little radical for other people or maybe I feel as if I'm the one at the table being like I love money let's go motherfucking make it and everyone else is like what this is a little taboo or this is like we don't talk about that or whatever so reading this book lit my whole body up and I feel like I'm now on a crusade to show women that nothing bad happens when we make money and rather incredible good comes to our personal lives, to our loved ones' lives, to society, to everybody. So 
God damn, read this book, Rich as Fuck by Amanda Francis. Wow. What a endorsement. What an endorsement. Oh, yeah. I'm going to send her that clip so she can come on the pod. Sure. Yeah, I would love to have her. I Yeah, I'm looking to be cracked open. I'm I'm in the market. Oh, 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 give me your address. I'm going to send it to you right now because I don't need any excuses. Oh, oh, oh. I don't want any excuses of why you haven't ordered it yet. So I'm going to gift it to you. I'm going to gift it to you. Great. I... I am in the market for being cracked open, looking to smash the limiting beliefs always. So you are such a money magnet naturally. It's like insane because I don't think you realize it, but there's some, and I think it's because I've talked about this with mom and mom's like, Maddie gets what she wants most of the time because she asks and you Mm -hmm. don't get what you want because you don't ask. And so Mm. you need to get more comfortable with asking like Mads. Mads asks and like receives and is like, woohoo, I received today where I feel bad about the receiving sometimes when it comes from other people. Like when I make it myself, I feel really good about it. But if someone else gives me a gift or if someone else, like mom has offered to buy me a very generous gift for becoming a mom for my baby shower. And I'm still like, I'll pay half. Like that's fucking stupid, right? Like, oh my God. I, oh, I allow any and all gifts. I love when someone else buys me something and when I don't need to spend money. Yeah. See, I, when you say that, I get like a really deep anger in my heart against you. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Love that for us. Just because we're sisters. So like I've seen you get things that I've not been able to get because I just don't allow myself. So it's not you. It's like me. But anyways, we're all in a different place with money. And I look up to you in that sense. I look up to Amanda in that sense. I look up to different people. So hello. Yeah. 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 I know. It kind of reminds me of what my let said when he was like, I surround myself like I surround myself with different people when I want to be in specific mindsets. So like I have my wealthy friends when I want to be in the wealthy mindset. I have my more spiritual friends when I want to be in that mindset. And I think that's so imperative to have Mm -hmm. those different groups that you go to. And I've been, I've been feeling a little lacking in that in terms of like the people I see most often my, my best friends from college, like we've been friends for so long, but we're in such different parts of our lives. Like I love hanging out with them. They fuel me for sure. Like in a more silly and like authentic way, but I don't have like creator friends or I don't have podcast friends really, or TikTok friends. Well, you do. You're just, you're not like thinking of them in this moment. Right. No, I, I, I feel like I do, but I don't see them on a regular basis or hanging out. You mean you're like, personal life friends have not evolved into where you are in your career. Sure. Like they they are not creators. They are not founders. Because Kenzie Elizabeth is listening to this and screaming right now. You know, she is. Okay. Kenzie Elizabeth obviously is one of the friends that I've made (laughs) through podcasting, but she's literally the only one, her and Dom and Lauren and Elizabeth. Like I'm talking like people I see on a regular basis and I've been trying really hard to be, I told myself like I would put myself out there this year. And I think I've done a really good job. I've been going on like coffee dates with people and dinners and basically trying to widen my circle of just people I surround myself with. A lot of it is like female founders or it's TikTok people or, you know, people in the food space. Mm -hmm. Like I've been really trying to immerse myself in that because I want, I want those expanders to seep in. I just don't, you know, and it takes time. It's so fucking hard making friends. (laughs) When you're this age. And also, it's very difficult making friends. And also, it's okay if you don't have those people that are immediately like someone you can text. I have so Mm. many expanders. I mean, that's the beautiful thing about the internet today, right? People who write books and have podcasts and put out content, you can be in their energy without being their personal friend. Yeah, that's actually really true. Like, for instance, Natalie Barbu, she and I always DM about, she'll like ask me for like a tax person or like da 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 or like to like give her my developer's name, like whatever, like we'll exchange that type of information as being like tech founders. So I do think I do have them, but I think... No, no, no. I'm talking about people you don't even talk to that you don't even have like access to. Oh, I see. Like, okay. for example, it's really important to have friends and people, which you have so many, like you just said, Natalie, right? You have people in your in your ether. But when it comes to major, major, major expansion, sometimes when you're five steps behind, it is a little bit difficult to put yourself in a group where people are five steps ahead of you. Like, sure, sure. They don't want to like... They don't want to be with you, right? So yeah. because of the internet and because of podcasts and books... Like, what do we do with Ed Milet? Like, the, Ed Milet is an expander for me and a role model and a mentor, and I get access to him 24-7 with his podcast, with his book, with whatever he has out there, with his Instagram. Rachel Rogers is incredible in the 
space for money making for women. I love listening to her podcast, reading her book, Amanda Francis. Like there's so many people, Melissa Woods and Expander. And so even if you don't have friends that are maybe pushing you, like I feel like your friend circle has to be like one step ahead of you for it to make sense for all involved to be in that relationship. So while you're making those, like go after those content creators. I, I'm like seeped into their lives all the time. Yeah, no, and I do have expanders that I observe from afar. Obviously, I don't have access to them and I'm inspired by them. But I think I just want friends. Yeah. Maybe that's what it is. Like okay, I, we're talking about like, like two very know. different things. We're talking we're talking about different things. Like I just want like friends in LA that are in the creator space or in the female founder space. And I think totally. I, I mean, I did that with launch house and I, I have that group of women that I can definitely tap into, but yeah, I think I just want like, I just want friends. Also making friends takes so goddamn long. It's a joke. It is so much effort. It is a joke. Also, I weirdly am someone who relates to, it is not a Woody Allen quote, but he quoted this in Annie Hall where he said, I would never belong to a club who has someone like yeah, me as yeah. a member. I have yeah. never, I, like my whole life's been like that. Like I like having one friend that I can resonate to in like one area, but I have difficulty being in rooms of people who are exactly like me. Oh my God. See, I'm the opposite. I'm like, if you had me in the group, like your group is fucking cool. No, no, no. I mean, it's the, it's the opposite. Is that I don't want to be around 20 people who are agency owners. Yeah, that, but I'm. that is what I'm saying. I would love to be in a room with female founders because if I'm in the group, then like it's a cool group. Yeah, but it's not about you making the group cool. It's just like I don't like being around people who are exactly like me at all times. Okay, I think we are in agreement. Oh, I mean, it is a cool group. I just, I don't know why I have to be around people who are so different than me. But I have like, Whitney Eckes is my God fucking send when it comes to entrepreneurship because we truly are the exact same person when it comes to business. Mm -hmm. And so having her, but her and my relationship took like four years, like probably like two and a half years to really, really be really deep and close. And I had to mm -hmm. literally tell her, Mads, like we were sitting having a mimosa and I looked at her and I was like, hey, I just want to let you know that you're now one of my best friends and that means your family. And so I'm just letting you know that's that's what's happening here. And she's like, are you asking me out? And I was like, I just want to make it clear. Like, I just want to make it clear. I was literally thinking about this the other day of like asking friends if they are now your best friend it literally feels like you're being coming like exclusive with them yeah I remember doing this with my best friend Mariah back in high school I'd look at her I like looked at her once and I was like we're best friends right yeah. like we can like <laughs> say that like it's like it's like a thing and I was thinking about it with like Kenzie and Margot and like Kenzie just posted a TikTok being like my best friend da, da, da. and I'm like oh you guys have only known each other for maybe a couple years but it's like I don't know. It was just so crazy. Like you guys probably talked about how you could like say that. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. You got to ask your friends out. Okay. What's your current fixation? Oh, oh, wow. We just went on a, who knows where that went? Who knows where that went? I don't know. Yeah. One of the most surprising side effects of postpartum for me was that my hair started shedding right around the crown of my head. Now I have these random baby hairs sticking out near my forehead that I just can't figure out what to do with. Yeah, I keep asking you to tame those down, but they seem to be very stubborn. Yes, I know, Mads. After a few months of me not seeing improved hair growth, I knew I needed to give my hair some extra strength and support. Enter Nutrafol. I just got the Nutrafol's postpartum supplement, and I'm so excited because I'm committed to supporting my hair health now that I'm postpartum. The next six months is going to be me and Nutrafol. I might not be a mother like Scoutala is, but as you sisters know, we are always on a hair journey here on OK Sister Podcast. I am always looking for a way to up my hair health game. I love Nutrafol because they have a whole body approach, multi-targets, underlying root causes like stress, hormone fluctuations, and nutrient gaps for visibly thicker and stronger hair. While many supplements rely solely on ingredient studies, Nutrafol clinically tests final formulations to ensure their efficacy. In a clinical study, 86% of women reported improved hair growth after taking Nutrafol women's hair growth supplements for six months. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. 
Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code OKSIS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com promo code OKSIS. That's Nutrafol.com promo code OKSIS. Sisters, my goal these days is to always look put together when I leave the house. Nothing over the top or super dressed up or anything like that. I just want to look put together and feel good about what I'm wearing in an effortless yet refined way. When I look at my closet every single morning and think about what I can wear that is chic and intentional, I usually end up grabbing one of my Jenny Kane sweaters and I always end up loving the way I look and the way I feel in them. You all know, sisters, that when I envision my highest self, I am wearing Jenny Kane. Their sweaters are the quintessential must-have item. I cannot stop wearing my Marina set. I throw it on and immediately feel like I'm in a Nancy Myers movie, like I could just walk on the beach in Santa Barbara. It is the coastal grandma aesthetic. My favorite Jenny Kane sweater right now is their everyday sweater in taupe. This is the definition of a staple that every woman must have in their wardrobe. Sisters, trust me on this one. I wear it with leggings, oversized jeans, and a little kitten heel or a silk maxi skirt. Legit, Mads and I are so obsessed with wearing our Johnny Kane sweaters that we've literally shown up both wearing the same sweater once, the white alpaca cocoon crew neck, which is this deliciously oversized sweater. Yeah, that moment takes the cake. Both of us walking in with our matching Jenny Kane sweaters. We're obsessed. Can't take them off. Wearing them every day. The type of staples that save your outfit. That is what I love about their entire collection. It is truly the art of simplicity. They focus on comfort, quality, and timeless designs. You can curate a wardrobe that never goes out of style. Find your new uniform at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code OKSIS at checkout. That's 15% off your first order, J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com, promo code OKSIS. O-K-A-Y-S-I-S. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. So let's see. My current, oh my God, my current fixation. Everyone, the summer I turned pretty is, everyone pause this podcast. Also, that's a title of a book. Mads is not talking about a summer that she turned pretty. No, it's a, it's a, well, it's a book and a series. Sorry, a book. It's a book, a book. That's what I meant. You literally just said that. Your pregnancy brain is, is acting up. I didn't say podcast. Podcast. I don't know what I said. I don't know what I said. Okay. I don't know what I said. It is a book, but I'm talking about the movie series, the TV series. Okay. 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 So there is a new TV series. Called the summer I turned pretty. And there actually was a summer that I turned pretty. I just didn't know it. It was Coachella. It was the year we went to Coachella together. No, it was before that. Thanks for calling me ugly before that. But I'm just saying you like were like your photos then. You were just fucking banging. Oh, thank you. No, my friend Luke said that there was a summer. I think it was like sophomore year going into junior year where I just like came to Coronado with like no more curly hair and just was like flawless. And he, he said that like everyone was like, whoa, she like changed over the summer. So <laughs> guys, I, I'm living out the summer. I turned pretty. Okay. So the book series is by Jenny Han, the same woman who wrote to all the boys I love before. So you know that it's amazing. And I gobbled up this show. Like I haven't read in so in this whole week because I was like, I was so excited to get back to watching the show. And I haven't felt like that about a show in so long. Neither have I. It's so upsetting. I feel like you would love this show, Scoutala. It is just coming of age, like New England summer vibes. Like, oh, just everything is so good. Mm. I feel a little pervy because like the kids are kids. See, this is this is like the conversation and like the debate, you know, I get teenagers are getting hot and heavy. But when you put them on the screen like that, it makes you feel a certain type of way. I'm a little I'm a little concerned because they are definitely under 18 or one of them is 18, maybe. But like all of them are pretty much in like in high school or graduating high school and they're sexy like 
I'm a little conflicted. Yeah, but then you go to like, then you go to the mall and you see real teenagers and you're like, you are prepubescent. Yeah, right, right, right. Maybe they're older. Maybe I should just look up their age so I don't sound like a pedophile. They're, no, th- those people are definitely like 24. <laughs> okay. All right. That makes me feel better. But there's like a debate going on right now. I also, you know me, I love to be part of the zeitgeist. I love to be part of the talk of the town. And there's a debate going on right now about like, you know, team Jeremiah versus team Conrad, which are the two guys. Let me guess. They're fighting over a woman. My favorite literary subconscious homoerotic theory that is played out in every fucking movie. Yeah. But plot twist, they're brothers. Great. We have a layer. (laughs) We have a layer. We have a layer. So I want you to watch it so that we can debate Team Jeremiah versus Team Conrad. I want to let I want to say it here and now. Okay. I'm firmly actually I'm not firmly, but I'm 70% Team Jeremiah. Now I did not read the books. So this series, the first season of the series was just the first book. So we'll see how it evolves. But as of what I've seen so far, I am Team Jeremiah. He is a he's a cutie beyond a cutie. So That's my current fixation. Keeping up with the zeitgeist question. Mm. I saw this on, I don't know, I saw Real. She was a guest on a podcast. And then I looked it up and it's a whole conundrum on TikTok right now. With like mom talk, but Mormon mom talk. These women in Salt Mm -hmm. Lake City or Utah or wherever. I don't know where they are. Somewhere in Utah. Yeah. One of them... She came up on my For You page like seven months ago. I've, I've looked at TikTok maybe 10 times in my life. And one of the times I went down a rabbit hole of this mom. You also have a weird FYP. Remember when you were on like a weird rap? Oh, yeah. I was on a page where there was like five ridiculously hot guys. Just like they would always come out of the elevator. Like you- <laughs> they would, that was their thing. I think they were called the elevator boys. TikTok is so weird. Like... <laughs> What's going on? Are we okay? They're 18 for sure. Like all of Are them. Are we okay? Are we okay as a society? All of them. Like they're called the elevator boys and they just do these TikToks where they come out and like give you a model face. And you said this to me. <laughs> and the craziest part about this is like they have millions of followers. Millions. And it just goes to show that like I literally have never heard of them and they have millions. Like how many other like communities or accounts have I never heard of that have millions of followers? It's insane. 25 trillion. So anyways... This mom, they're all super hot, right? We'll just put that out there. They're all super hot. Are you trying to explain it to me? Because I know what it is. Oh, you know the Mormon, t- the drama that's going down that yes, she says. Of course. So she said that they, their group of like mom TikTok friends are all light are swingers. swingers, light swingers, right. which means they just okay. make out with each other's husbands. But then she took it all the way with one of them and started having sex with one of them. And now she's getting a divorce. And it's like a whole thing. Aren't you, when you're Mormon, not supposed to have sex? You're supposed to have sex with your husband, not with Uh. someone else's husband. That is not right. Mm. Oh, Well, it's uh. not right in general because her husband (laughs) and the husband's wife, like they talked about it apparently. Like, oh, should we go all the way with this swinging thing? And they were not comfortable with it, but they did it anyways. Yeah, that's just cheating. That's not a swinger situation. Like 100%. That's just having an affair. She had like a full on affair with this guy who's her friend's husband. And now she, would you ever swing? You know what? It's not something I have an urge to do. It, it, listen, all of that type of stuff, right? Like swinging, open relationships, etc. I can like maybe understand how someone after they've been together for 40 years and the kids are gone, whatever, they want to spice something up. It's not for mm-hmm. me because I really believe that you are one for sure gambling with your relationship. Like there's no which or way to put it. Like you, you are taking a huge gamble on your relationship. So if you have children at the time, it's, it's like, it, it just doesn't, I have no interest in, you know, me and my husband together being married. We've been together 10 years this year. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. It's something we work at. It is something we want so much for our f- full future. And like, jeopardizing it and gambling with it and it, it you'd have to be like in therapy all okay, the so time to make this work it just yeah. doesn't make sense yeah. to me to me like other people do it and as apparently some are successful i haven't heard of too many that are successful okay so scout on the record you are not a polygamy no person no 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 okay. i'm, I'm a monogamous I'm, 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 I'm 
I am <laughs> I'm a monogamous person through. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And that makes sense. Yeah, open relationships good. To, I mean, if you if you could do it, like more power to you. But yeah, I I agree too. So I I mean, people that talk about it say it's at times like the most emotionally difficult thing to do because you constantly have to check yourself. There's rules and parameters. It's just like fucking yeah. exhausting. Yeah, one relationship is enough for me. I'm going to I'm going to say that. Yeah, for sure. And it and it gets messy. Ugh, no one needs that. I would prefer to be married to my husband until I die at the age of 96. Oh, how do you know that it's going to be 96? I don't know. I just have a feeling, you know, a premonition. Oh. You do have good intuition, so maybe that is the case. What about you, Mads? Would you ever swing? No, I'm too self-conscious. I, actually, when I think about swinging, I think about, like, orgies, but I guess it's different. But, like, I just think of, like, everyone in a room just, yeah. like, switching and just fucking in public, which, like... There's different layers, right? There's, like... Yeah, so many layers. It's, like, threesomes or bringing in people with your partner. That's different than, like... The husband fucking another girl on a Saturday alone and you fucking another dude on a Monday alone. Like that's like a different, that's a different, different vibe. Swinging open relationship. We have two, we have two options on the table and I'm going to take neither. Yeah, I agree. I don't know if I would ever do an orgy. I feel like I'd be very self-conscious about what I looked like. I also would just be like, can we turn off the lights? I think I would get really overwhelmed. It's a lot of stimulation. A lot of things happening that you got to think about and you got to absorb, you know? There's just so much happening around you. I'm okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Guess who I had drinks with last night? Oh, um, I don't know. How'd you... Do you not... You didn't see my story? To be honest, actually... Uh, Ty Haney. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was another thing on my my bullet points. I went to this running club that Tyler Haney, the founder of Outdoor Voices, put on. She has this new company called Joggy. Which just shows how much influence Ty Haney has because the fact that you went to a running event is just baffles me it's it baffles me too I mean I was I was unwell I was unwell so I went to this uh running club with my best friend Brett you know best friend Brett oh also side note if anyone if you're a schwitzy gal which you probably are if you're listening to this or you do experience hyperhidrosis and have sweaty hands and never want to handshake with people she just pre-launched her brand called Super Drip, and it helps with excessive sweating. So if you are a schwitzer, go to getsuperdrip.com, and you can pre-order it now. Also, the brand's incredible. Kudos to Brett. Beautiful photo shoot. I mean, duh. Like, we don't we don't promote anything that's not good branding on OKSIS. It's just oh, kind of... Oh, I have of, the funniest story for you. Okay, hold on. I'm going on a lot of different candidates. Let me, let me just... Okay, who the fuck did you have drinks with? Okay, hold on, hold on. I want to I say one more thing. So... Actually, that's okay. I don't need to say that one. So we went to the Tyler Haney thing and I spoke to her. Wait, you don't need to tell me who you had drinks with? I'm going back to that. I'm going I'm going one step down this, the ladder. It's a web. Yeah, it's a web. I'm going down the web. So I went to this run club and I spoke to Tyler Haney and I told her about Camber and she knew about Camber. And my whole world like exploded in my brain. I was like, this woman has been my expander forever, has heard about Camber, knows about it. And that was just, it was a big win. That was a big win this week. I'm not going to lie. It felt really, really good. The thing is when I was watching her run this, you know, community event and she was speaking about her new brand and what she's been doing, there was this like, and I've always sensed this from her. She has this aura of like effortlessness and, and fun and joy and just ease and I felt that the same way she ran Outdoor Voices and the way she was with the community or the way she was with her employees, I always felt that from her. And I, I now realize like she is an expander of mine. Like this woman has been on How I Built This. She's been on Kara Swisher's podcast. She's been Forbes or Nina every single accolade. And she's just this like fucking rad chick and she's a mom and she's just like here's my new brand and like I don't just so effortless I love it so I really was inspired by being in her presence and then when she knew camper it was like a whole thing that one I was freaking out when you texted me but two I do want to go back and be like she makes it seem effortless but you know what goes on in the back end you know she's dealt with emotional you know stuff no of course I don't doubt it but I'm just saying and I told you this, like I have been trying to adopt this new mindset or mentality because I think that, yes, of course, there are obviously challenges in, in business. It's inevitable. I more so, and you know this about me, I put this like added layer of pressure that like 
does not need to exist. And it honestly debilitates me and paralyzes me to the point of like, I literally can't continue on. So I have been trying to adopt this mindset of this just like, what if it was, dare I say, fun? (laughs) Like, what if it was just like, easy not easy but just yeah. effortless again this word i keep i keep saying this because i'm trying to adopt it what if it just like pulled you forward in a beautiful forward stream yeah exactly we're always trying to go in the stream and <laughs> you know like for instance like when i do t- when i do tiktok something that feels really aligned with me, something that is fun, that like when I do it, literally hours go by and I'm just like, whoa, that was like, I was so in flow. But I have placed so much anxiety and this and pressure on it and like, it's no longer fun. And I'm like, wait, 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 wait. Like, it's fucking TikTok. This is a dream that you're doing this for your job. Like, why can't it just be fun? That is what it is. Mm -hmm. Sorry. And also, if you do post content coming from that space and coming from that energy, it typically does better, okay? It typically performs better. So I have just been challenging myself and sisters if this if this resonates with you and you you feel like you you place this like added stress that just just doesn't need to be there it's not stress from anyone else it's literally just this internal pressure i challenge you and give you permission to release it and just like go through your day doing work and doing tasks that just feel good and and allow it to feel good i've never allowed it mm. and that's something that i so when i saw tyler haney like that obviously yes of course she's been through i mean look at what happened with outdoor voices she was you know it was like a shit show what happened at the end but i just could sense this like really beautiful inner peace and effortlessness Mm, from her that's beautiful and it inspired me feminine energy vibes oh yeah 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. i love it okay so who did you have drinks with (laughs) i'm like waiting I had drinks with Hot Inter Gigi. Oh, man. But she's really sick right now. You know, she did post that on her story. And I said, excuse me, ma'am, are you sick? Oh, sorry. That might have only been on Close Friends. (laughs) I'm sorry, Gigi. It was Close Friends. I was like, excuse me, ma'am, are you sick? Because I don't want to see you. And she said, no, 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 it's it's done. It was like a cold. It wasn't COVID. But Well, yeah, I know it wasn't COVID. But I just mean like, you know, you shouldn't hang out. Oh, I don't get sick. Anyways, so sisters, if you don't know Gigi, she was our hot intern Gigi. We do have another hot intern now. Her name's Alyssa. Love you, Alyssa. You're hot as well. But we started calling Gigi our hot intern Gigi because she's just like a hot girl. And we were always, me and Scout would always talk like after our intern meetings and we were like, oh my God, like she's so hot. Like how does she work for us? Like, oh my God. Like, <laughs> we're like in her presence. So we kept calling her that, but she is so she is the just the de- most delightful person ever. Her and I. I'm so happy that I hung out with her one-on-one because no offense to you, Scout, but like her and I are just on the same wavelength of like pop culture, TikTok. Obviously she works at Dear Media now. And so I asked her about meeting Khloe Kardashian and then just like all the people that come through the Dear Media offices and like who she's freaked out about and da, da, da. So it was just, we were just gabbing for I think three hours. I love her. I, there is some, that... Gigi, if Gigi lived in San Diego, I would be seeing her all the fucking time. Like, I just love her. She told me that she cried when you told her that you were pregnant. She did cry because I was going up to LA just to do Katie Maloney's podcast. And I asked if she wanted to get lunch before. So we met and I told her and she literally started crying. She told me she started crying. She was so, so happy for you. Uh, I just... I love her. She's such a sweet soul. Remember when we went out, like we were 21? Like in November of last year. Oh my God. I miss, I miss that night so much. We danced, we boogied like we've never boogied before. Yes. Anyone that follows Camber TikTok knows we went to the friend, which is anytime anyone asks me, where do I go dancing in LA? I say, go to the friend. You don't need to go anywhere else. Yeah. But you got to wait until 1130, like wait until 11, 1130. No, I think it was like 1030 or something. The clock strikes 1030 and something happens in that place and it becomes. They start playing like bossa nova electro hipster music all the time. And, and all of a sudden 1145 hits and it's come girl, I'm trying to get your body wet work wet. that work that let me see, let me see you sweat it's like incredible transition that you 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 have no warning for but you're so happy no it happened warning. oh it was fantastic i had to drag you out of that place which i've never think i never thought i would see the day well i had to drag you listen, out listen when 
a bar or a club gets my music vibe, late at night vibe, I am so grateful because you don't find it often that I have to seize the day. I have to carpe diem it. Yeah, you got to carpe diem. Anyways. Can I give an update? Because you've just like yes. talked about five updates and I've just been sitting here. Sure. Oh, thank you very much. Oh, sure. So my update, which kind of goes back to the ease and fun thing in business. Obviously with Scott's agency, it's a lot more of like a traditional business. We're a PR agency. We have clients, et cetera, et cetera. I have a team and I'm now working on the next launch for my emotional entrepreneur brand in August, which is coming. And I've been able for the first time, I've never really done this Mads, is that I've been able to, which I know you're really good at and you've been doing with Camber. I've been able to like really craft a brand. It doesn't feel like a business to me. It feels like a brand. And so I've been able to, like I invested in beautiful branding and all this stuff that you guys will see in August, but I started posting on the Instagram last week and for this launch, I've been just in total creativity mode and it's just been flowing out of me and it feels so easy and exciting and it's like lighting up my soul to do it. Like I want to post on Instagram. I want to get all this stuff ready for the launch, et cetera. And it's just a new part of my brain that I'm not typically in all day. I'm a very creative person, but I really only like... Usually in business, I put on my masculine energy. I put on my more like growth mindset, analytical, revenue building, all that stuff. But it's been so... And of course, I put a large importance on aesthetics when it comes to like the Scouts Agency website, which we're redoing and the Instagram. But the point of Scouts Agency isn't the brand, right? Like you're an agency. Like you have a product or service. Yeah. yeah we have like the service has to be more important than what the Instagram looks like necessarily. Like it just has to look aesthetically pretty. So building out what the emotional entrepreneur is about to become. It's like new creative ideas are flying into my mind every single day. I like can't type fast enough into my notion, all these ideas I have. And it's no shit. Oh yeah. I, I, uh, I, what was the word? I, uh, adopted you. You set me up on notion. Yeah. Converted. You converted me. I converted you to notion. Yeah. Not your notion girly. So I've been, it's just been so, I can't really explain it other than it feels just really fun. Like it feels really, really fun. So I've been placing a lot of my creative energy onto there while also, which we talked about last week in Palm Springs together, while also not feeling like I have to show up in certain ways on social to grow. Like putting my face on the cover and doing all the stuff you do on TikTok, it's just not for me. I'm not good at it. Like, and as you said, when you have a passion and a fun-filled energy, that content does better. And so that's not me in those moments. And so I know that content is never going to convert the way I want it to. And it'll just bog what makes this project so special to me. So I've been playing around with reels that feel good to me. Like I honestly like don't even think I'm going to touch TikTok. I understand the growth potential, but every time I think about it, like I constrict inside and that's not the energy I want to be in. And I know that the brand won't reach its full potential if that's the energy I'm in. Maybe later on I hire someone who's like an excellent TikTok creator and they can run with it. But for now I'm just in the, like in my zone of genius as it comes to creativity of the message I want to get and all this stuff. So it's just really, really lighting me up. You sisters know that my skin has been glowing lately, and I'm here to tell you my secret, Oak Essentials. You've heard us talk about their line of luxurious products before, and we're so excited to have them as a sponsor of OK Sister Podcast, because now you can join in on the glowy goodness. You know Oak Essentials is legit because it was created by none other than our favorite brand ever, Jenny Kane. Oak Essentials is known for its simple approach to self-care with a lineup of foundational skincare staples made with high-quality ingredients that drive results. It aims to unlock healthy, glowing skin with decadent and hydrating ingredients that give you a luxe, dewy glow. I won't shut up about the Moisture Rich Balm. It's a nutrient-rich balm that supports collagen production and delivers serious hydration for a luminous glow. And a luminous glow indeed. The way my skin feels like butter after applying this balm. This balm will make you never want to wear makeup again. And you can apply generously during your night routine to lock in moisture as you dream. It's the definition of beauty sleep. 
Treat yourself or someone else this season. You sisters will get 15% off and a free organic honey-based restorative mask with their first order. Oh my God, what a deal. When you use code OKSIS15 at checkout. That's right, 15% off plus a gift with your first order at O-A-K-E-S-S-E-N-T-I-A-L-S.com. Promo code OKSIS15, OKAYSIS15. Go ahead and treat yourself. From luxurious skincare to meaningful self care, you deserve it. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive, sought after, rare, and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. Wow, I love that. Yeah, I think I'm also tapping into creativity and I don't know. I just, I agree. I, I'm just trying to be more in the flow, in the moment. Mm-hmm. Versus like, oh, I have to do this trend or oh, my TikTok has, yeah. has to look this way or whatever. I don't even do trends anymore. I mean, Camber, like it doesn't really make sense. But yeah. even on my personal one, like, yeah, I'm doing like day in my life, which I I recently, I think, struck a chord. I've been posting them on my... Yeah, they're doing fire. They're doing so well. And I was like, wait, whoa. And I think I got down the pacing. Like, I, I again, like... These things, though, take time. Like, if you go back and look at my first day in the life, like, they're so bad and so embarrassing. But it's like, that's what you need to get out of your system to, like, find the right thing. And I think a lot of people, when they start content creation, they don't want it. Because it's a... Look, it's fucking embarrassing. It's and very It's very cringe-worthy humbling. moments. It's very cringe. And some people are just like, oh my God, I'm so cringe. I can't even continue on. And then they give up. Where it's like, I promise you, you will get over the cringe. Yeah. Just keep going. And you can't get like, I was listening to my coach's podcast this morning, the Feminine Frequency podcast, and I haven't listened to one of her solos in a while. And I was like, whoa, the audio's up-leveled. Like she has her, uh, like her voice really feels like she's coming into her own. I was like, mm-hmm. and I was, as I was driving to the office, I was saying to myself, thank God she started her podcast two or three years ago at this point and kept going every single episode because it's become such a huge branch extension, but I could see the progression. And it's like, if anyone would ever stop in the beginning, because it doesn't, I'm not saying that her beginning episodes weren't great because they always were, but you can tell how much better you get as you go on and you can only get better if you go on and if you continue. I was just thinking that makes it I think about OK Sis. I mean, it's been four years, which is... Honestly, I'm not going to lie. I think we were fire right out of the gate. Like, I think our... I, I don't know. I don't really want to listen to our first episode. I know I was really self-conscious. I haven't done it in a long time. But when I did go back and listen to some of our early ones, I wasn't like... You know, I was... I, freaked yeah, out. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't freaked <laughs> out. Like, there's some podcasts you listen to the first, but also... Oh, that's good. Yeah. I think there's definitely a gradual shift oh yeah obviously. we came into we came into our own for sure but that makes me think we should definitely throw a party yeah for sure what do you want to do i know we need to figure that out sisters i mean we'll do it in la yeah so we have our four-year anniversary coming up in august but we also could do it if we need more time slash me being pregnant is a little difficult for me at the moment to fit everything in we could do it next year for our three hundredth episode okay we'll figure it out but i think we definitely should do some sort of gathering yeah also funny story that i had in my gynecologist's office the other day oh love those types of stories my body is very my skin my body skin not my face skin my body skin is very sensitive right now in pregnancy and so i'm breaking out in a lot of rashes and a lot of things make me really itchy so she said (laughs) She was like, okay, well, you have to get... Why are you talking to the gynecologist about this? She's my... Because do- it's a pregnancy symptom. She's my doctor. She's my pregnancy doctor. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, got it. Hey, guess what? Guess what? What? I'm not a gynecologist. Take a look. Our girl, Heather McMahon. Shout out. That was like vintage OK sis. Vintage OK sis. <laughs> anyway, so I was at my 20-week appointment because I'm halfway through sisters. What's up? What's up? And five months pregnant over here. Remember? Wait, wait. Remember when you said, I'm having a... Scorpio, fuck my life. Okay, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you and fuck that you. Was, I'm having a Scorpio, 
foxy. This is an example of how I just put the content out, even though it's cringy and I sound terrible because shit comes from it. You know, things move and progress. That was great. I loved that. Okay, keep going. Sorry. Okay. So I'm telling her about this rash and she's looking at my skin and she's like, yeah, your, your skin is like highly sensitive right now in pregnancy. So we were talking about, cause I need to put oil on my body cause it's very dry and for stretch marks, et cetera. And so she said, you need to try to switch to fragrance free as much as possible right now. And so she, she said, she said, switch out your body wash for Dove soap bar. And I point blank said, yeah, but Dove really isn't in my brand ethos. And Adam comes and she goes, uh, okay, what's in your brand ethos? And Adam goes, you know, women owned, they have an Instagram, they're trendy, small business. Yeah, it doesn't have trendy millennial branding or like minimalist branding. So I cannot purchase. But I was like, listen, they don't have to have like a big Instagram following for me to buy a product. But in that moment, I realized and like from other things is that, yes, that could sound very obnoxious in the moment. But the fact that I first I got the Dove bars because I have to like do a research into finding an alternative that I feel really good about. And until then, like the rash needs to go away. But I recognized that it's really important when someone says, hey, use this, like, hey, use whatever it is. And it's a big corporation. It's a big brand. It's it's sold everywhere. It's really great to be a conscious consumer and use your dollars to affect change in our capitalistic society by choosing to purchase things that are female owned, small business, locally sourced. It's very yeah, you transparent. Don't to, you don't need to tell me. You don't need to tell me twice. Actually, this was one of the rants I was going to go on. You know, I mean. For the longest time, I mean, we've always said that OKSIS is like, we are branding queens. We will purchase anything that has trendy branding. I mean, literally all the founders that we've had on this podcast are very like exactly like that. Small businesses, Mm -hmm. direct to consumer brands, whatever. So I did a TikTok and I literally had just rolled out of bed. I looked so disgusting. And it's I haven't really said this on my personal TikTok, but I was just like, if it's anything on thing testing, which if sisters, if you don't know, thing testing is this basically a directory of direct to consumer brands, trendy, go through it. Someone commented saying thing testing is like our QVC, like a millennial QVC. (laughs) It's amazing. So I posted and I was just like, one thing about me is that I'm obsessed with trendy direct to consumer brands. If it's anything on thing testing, I will be purchasing no questions asked. It doesn't matter. Something happens when I see this type of branding and I looked so disgusting and then obviously it goes viral. And so many people were like stitching it, like the direct to consumer TikTok people were like stitching it and all this. And then thing testing, they were like tweeting about it. They were just like, we loved your TikTok. I was like, oh my God, please do not repost it. I look terrible. <laughs> but it was funny because I was like, I just never had said it on my personal TikTok. So people didn't know that about me. But it is just so part of our DNA. Like yeah. if I see trendy branding, like I will be purchasing. Like that's all you have to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I also want to take it a step like further is that we say that we like trendy branding, right? But underneath that is usually like if herb- a great product, if herbal essences came out with trendy branding like we're not gonna buy herbal essences no, do you know what i mean not. like no it's also not. about who the founder is it's about being a small female-owned business it's about transparency in the way they make their products it's about the fact that they value community it's the fact that they're very yeah. on pulse with what our millennial needs are so yes yeah when we say when we say like trendy branding yes that does have a pull on us but underneath that like Dove could come up with trendy branding and Dove is still not in my brand ethos. Yeah. Look at, I mean, look at Gia. Obviously we love Melanie. We've had her on the pod. And whenever I see other non-alcoholic, you know, there's so many now, like so so many different competitors. I will always, and there's very trendy ones, you know, but I will still to this day go back to Gia because I, one, tastes fucking great but then too also i just i have this connection to the brand yeah. and her yeah. and so i'll always go back to also it. like many not many two non-alcoholic competitors have asked to work with me like on an influencer basis and i'm like sorry no sorry yeah. we i mean we've said no we've said no to specific brands because we're like no we're, we're girls. we've had this founder on the pod and like 
we are we're gay girls through and through a lot of also like audio erotica have tried to work yeah, with us we're and we're like only. no we're dipsy girls we're dipsy, we're dipsy girlies okay we gotta wrap this shit up so do you have any last yeah. burning desires exciting news wins stuff on your heart that you want to share with the class you know one other win and oh we should you know what? Let's implement this. Let's let's finish every episode. I was just thinking that. I was just thinking that. I was just thinking that. We're on the same page. We're thinking the same thing. Why hasn't that been a segment? I don't know. Oh my it's, god! It's such part. It's so okay. Says ethos too. That's really crazy to me. Know. Okay. Look at us with the ethos. A lot of ethos chatter today. You know what? It's we're talking about brands today, so it's like yeah, you know brand. And this is part of the okay says brand. Brand. Um, Remember when we did that video and Adam was like, "You will regret that tomorrow." <laughs> No, nope. oh, whatever. I thought it was amazing. We need to resurface that. You know, when I was at Coachella, there was so like Coachella this year was like just Disneyland and there was so many brand like pop-ups basically like brand houses and every time I would walk through and I'd say another brand activation <laughs> look at the bronze we're doing it for the bronze <laughs> we're doing it for the bronze for the bronze okay, anyways, a big win and again oh I guess this is also similar to what we typically ask you know our guests like don't be humble what is something you would brag about without fail every time in the past like week or two weeks I've gone out in Los Angeles someone has recognized me from Camber TikTok which just feels it it's so funny because I was kind of letting it roll off and then I thought about it and this was something I was manifesting mm -hmm. people seeing me. I mean, that's part of my authentic code is like, I always want to be seen. I want to be in demand. I want to be the leader. I want to be the one that's like doing it. And then people recognizing me for it. That's just something I've, that's why I did theater for so long. Like that's why I'm in content creation is like there. That's okay. If that's something that you desire. And I guess I just didn't recognize that it was going to manifest in that way. I thought really it would happen for more from okay sis, but it I think I've just tapped into a specific community. So any like last night I was at I was at this really cute wine bar, Melanie, with hot intern Gigi. And this guy was walking out. He's like, oh my God, I love your TikToks. And I was like, oh, thanks. And, and he was just like, oh my God, every single wreck, I save it. I go to it. I love it. Do you love this place? That's amazing that you're here. That means that it's good. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> that's insane and then this other girl dm'd me i was at this like natural wine launch party which like it can a, a meme a more me sentence ever exist and this girl dm'd me after and was like oh my god i thought that was you like i was really nervous to come say hi to you like i was fangirling i was like what the literal fuck so i think that's a big win and i'm trying to really internalize it and be like okay the hard work is paying off i'm seeing direct results and that's all that's it that mm. is literally that's it. That's what life is. And so I'm trying. Such a major win. Such a major win. Yeah. And I really want to highlight what you just said. One, obviously, that's fucking incredible. And it goes without saying that you deserve all of that. And two, the fact that you just said, I want to be seen and be the one for doing something. I have that exact desire in life. And I think that that desire plus like a luxury being a desire are two things that a lot of people feel really shameful for. And something in yes. the book Rich as Fuck by Amanda Francis, she says, journal what it would feel like if you could remove the shame around your desires and just fully live in them. Like take away all of that preconceived bullshit. And like, if you have that desire, that's because you're supposed to play that out in your life. So like, right. And snaps. I think there's that. Yeah. Like uh, for a long time, I was like, oh my God, does that mean I care too much about what other yeah. people think? Or do I care? Like, I always thought it was bad or like the luxury thing. Is it greedy? Am I yeah. like, there's all these like limiting beliefs, but I totally agree when you just like I'm like, no, bitch, like I love attention and I love when people <laughs> see me and recognize me and praise me. Sorry, Same. that's just what it is. Same. And so I think just stepping into that, but also makes me really like feel it. Yeah. Like I'm like, oh my God, now I get, like I feel yeah. it. So yeah. Um, what's your win? Ugh, I love that so much. And I think you and I haven't also together have been giving ourselves permission to be seen in those moments. Like I get DMs from women on OKSIS and Emotional Entrepreneur side who are like, this is weird. I feel like I'm DMing, like I'm afraid to DM you. And I just kind of like brush it off. But it is a moment of like, oh, 
our work is being seen and impacting people and we get to internalize that and feel proud about it, right? Like there's no shame in being like, someone just called me a near celebrity on DM, right? Like there's something like really empowering about that moment because that means that you put something out there in the world that is being resonated and having an impact and that's something to celebrate. So I'm very proud of you. My win this week is that I finally feel as if I have surrendered and accepted the ebbs and flows of my pregnancy when it comes to my physical symptoms and I've stopped making them wrong or fighting them. So like last week in Palm Springs, I felt really good. And then Tuesday at the office, I was on the floor like sweating. I felt like I was going to faint in the middle of a meeting. Like Heather was like, do you want me to drive you home? And then Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I was like in bed. I couldn't really work past noon and I was just exhausted and not feeling great. I was like, oh, my baby girl is going through a growth spurt right now. And so what she needs from me is rest to go through that growth spurt. And, you know, last night I all of a sudden felt energy again and my belly was bigger because she needed that from me. And I felt very, very safe in my business and my success and who I am and my productivity and all of that to be like, sorry, this needs to happen right now. It wasn't what I planned for, but this is what it is. So I'm really celebrating that I'm honoring the fact that I do go through ups and downs and that I need to cater to the downs because my baby girl is asking me of something in that moment. Yeah. And then there's no point in shaming because yeah. then it just, that energy goes into the baby as well. So it's like you have to release it. Yeah. And we can get into this another time because I do have a call in two minutes, but I, people kept being like, you're growing a human, but it was difficult for yeah. me to understand how much work I was doing because I was sitting on a couch. I was napping. I wasn't actually doing things outside. It was all internal. So it was difficult for me to... Yeah, you're not conscious. You're not conscious yeah. of the work that you're doing. You're literally working double time, but you don't even know yeah, it. Yeah, and so it was difficult for me to resonate like, oh, okay, I can just like fuck off. Not fuck off, but I can like rest for a whole week. It was just... It's, it's a trip. It's like a... It's like an invisible yeah. trip to figure out. And I feel like I finally, finally surrendered into it. And I'm loving the process. We love to enjoy the process. Yes. Fabulous. Love you, Scout. Love you, sister. I love you, what, too. Everyone say out loud what your biggest win this week is or share in our Geneva Community oh. Center. We have a literal whole room called Mazel Tov, yeah. So, like, we celebrate everyone's wins, whatever they are. And we want to hear yours because we think that, again, nothing bad happens when women are proud of themselves yep. and celebrate themselves. Yep. So. And if you have made it this far in the episode and you have not left us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, oh, yeah. we would be so appreciative. We haven't asked for a while, but those things light up our days and make our lives. So we would love if you would leave us a rating and review. And uh, we'll see you in our Geneva Community Center. We love you. Love you.